Hello everyone. Happy Thursday, Thirsty Thursdays. Girls drink free Thursdays. Um, I don't really know what other things you correlate with Thursdays, except for drinking free and thirsty. So everything has to do with drinking. Um, Welcome back. Thank you for listening in to Stark Naked Podcast. I am excited to do this uh, this episode because I I don't know what made me think to do it, but I asked. Um, let me go ahead and turn this off. Here we go. Um, so I asked a asked. I don't know. I can't. I've always literally since I was little. I've had an issue with saying the word asked. 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 Ass, whatever. Um, I've asked about 15 to 17 guys that I know um, not too closely. The majority of them I don't know that that well. Um, And some of them I know kind of well. And I believe that they are, this is all from, you know, obviously it's just my perspective. But I believe that they are, you know, good looking and um, successful. You know, either they have their own, uh, they have their own career, they have their own careers, they have their own companies, they are pretty heavy into their career. Um, They're all single, from what I know, unless they're hiding it on their social media. But they are all, um, you know, just bachelors. They're your typical bachelor, but I believe that I picked guys that are pretty self-aware with themselves. Like they're very, just from like talking with them and seeing them and knowing them throughout the years, um, I believe that they are self-aware enough to to answer this question, the questions that I gave them honestly. And I asked them, you know, just give me the top five of the the top five mental mentally attractive traits that you would find or that you would look for in a woman and physically attractive traits. Um, I don't really know why I went into the physically attractive part, but every girl wants to know kind of, I think like we all want to know, like guys want to know what girls look for in a guy. And it's not just, you know, like a buff body and all that stuff, but you know, like down to the detail, like what a guys look for, you know, you'll get it. Once I explain it, you'll get it, (laughs) which I probably shouldn't even go into the physical aspect because some people are probably going to be pretty upset about it or upset about it, but I can't talk today. Um, so I, yeah. And I, I know that these guys are the way that they are, you know, some of I know that the majority of them are pretty successful because I've been been into their house. Um, (laughs) I just snorted. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, in the majority, I just, I think that these would, I picked a, I picked a good set of guys. So the first uh, trait that really, they gave me a whole bunch. Like I got, I'm actually very surprised at what these guys said. Okay. I thought that it was just going to be like, you know, she's going to be funny and you know, like she can, I don't know, like com- confidence, a pretty like popular one, but I just thought it was like, yeah, she's got big tits and she had a nice ass and she takes care of herself and you know, blah, blah, blah. But I actually got some like pretty deep answers that I was very surprised in. And I was very happy to hear that not all men are cavemen. 
the caveman theory. I don't know where I heard that from, but I just made it up this morning that, you know, like guys are deep too. And sometimes I think guys can actually be deeper than the women that I know like talking to women and talking to men. And I think that has to do with all these podcasts that guys listen to. Like Joe Rogan is a very deep person and Aubrey Marcus is a very deep person and Jordan Peterson and like all these people that are like these men that are very popular in the podcast scene and the motivational scene. They're very deep people. Um, And I think it has to do with like a sense. That's why that's why people are successful when they're deep. So I was very happy to you know, obviously I knew these guys were successful, but they have, you know, they have some some substance to them which is very nice so getting to the first um, subject I kind of took all of the I took a tally of all of these and I wrote down basically a list and then I kind of like I put some of them together because a lot of the ones that they gave me all kind of like lumped together somehow so the first one was independence ladies okay you were talking to a woman that was not independent in the past. And I mean, independent wise, as far as like, I was happy to have my own job. I did my own thing as far as like, I don't know, like I was very happy, like hanging out with myself and, but independence, meaning when you're single, you aren't just chasing men. And in the past, that's what I did. I was always looking for somebody and I was always like trying to find that validation. But this, I took independence and what these guys thought it was. And I was speaking with them independence as, you know, they have their own life outside of the life that they would have with this person. If you guys were dating, okay, you have your own life. You have your, your family life, your friend's life, your alone time life. You have a a relationship with yourself. You're independent in where you don't need to be with this dude all the time. People can sense when you're independent. It's like, it kind of like morphs into the whole confidence thing, but that's a whole nother, um, bullet point that I have but it's confident when you're independent because you know that you are you know who you are and you're able to just live your own life and you're not you're not we we us women are very codependent okay and my therapist told me that we are fucking codependent animals we and I was too I believe I have worked on it and I'm very happy I did but for the first 27 years of my life, codependency was my thing. If there is, like, basically that meant, like, like your emotions are based off of what your partner's emotions are. So if you're, if you're sad, the only person that can make you happy is that guy. If you're, like, anxious, the only person that can make you calm is that guy. You are completely 100% in need of this person. And that is a big burden to put on a person, usually because the guys that I spoke to are very self-sufficient, and I believe that they are independent. So that's very hard to make an independent person you putting all of your like all of your worries and all of your stress and your emotions on that person. It's not fair, first off. It's very, it's not fair. And I didn't like when my exes have done that. And not a lot of guys really do that. It's weird. Like a lot of guys are very independent, but us women, we're just, we're very codependent on that. We need to feel better by the person that we are with. It doesn't matter what your friends say, what your family say. It doesn't matter what you tell yourself. The only person that can make you feel better is this dude. And that is not okay. Or this woman, if you're into like, if you're into that, whoever the person that you love, and that is not cool to do. It's not nice. 
Um, that's also like you don't need to be entertained 24-7. You are spontaneous and you could do whatever the fuck you want. You have your own life. But he, you know, this person is just sprinkled into your life or not sprinkled, you know, but whatever. He's, he's put into your life to make you happier. Your happy life already you're just you're loving life so much and he's there to make it happier he's there to make it better um but you're you don't need to be entertained you don't need to hear or have texts from him every five minutes oh man that drives me like I even like even now I cannot imagine having to text somebody 24 7 it is exhausting like I I have a really hard time with the fact of even keeping up conversations through text message. I want like face-to-face shit. But like when you're sitting there like sitting on your phone and like even when the conversation gets so like just bland and like surface level where it's just like, hey, what are you doing? This, what are you doing? This, what are you doing later? I don't want that. Like you don't need to know everything. You don't need to be with this, like talking to this person 24-7. Get your own fucking life. Do your thing. Let them live their life. And then you guys come together when you guys want to have some fun and love and get deep and all that shit. Um, and this is also, you know, that goes with clinging. Do not be a stage five, one, no, stage five, a stage one through five clinger. It doesn't matter what type of clinginess it is. Do not be clingy. There's nothing attractive about clinginess. Maybe in the beginning, guys think it's clingy or the guys think it's, it's attractive because it's showing that you want this person. But dude, like, that after that little um was it the honeymoon phase that shit gets annoying that gets it's absurd the amount of clinginess like you that's not fun anymore when you're with something so much you have to understand like when a person sees you so so much over and over again hears from you talks to you lives with you parties with you god for oh my god if they work with you like everything if there's so much and this person's clinging to you so much it gets boring don't you understand like like it's it's fun to see a new movie because it's a new movie and it's like whoa like this is really exciting but when you watch that movie 15 times unless it has Paul Rudd or Ben Stiller in it because I could watch those movies all day you kind of get bored of it no like you kind of like all right I already know what's going on with this person like it's just like you know and then now I want to watch a different film and I'm not saying you that's I want to go see a different woman or I want to go see a different guy but it's just like don't like keep it interesting keep it independent have your own life don't be a fucking clinger. Nobody likes clingy. Okay. And this is also independence is you want the guy. You do not need the guy. Want and need are two separate things. Okay. You do not want this human. I mean, you shit. You do not need this human. You just want this human. You just want them to be around. You don't you don't freak out when they are not around. You don't need them like a fucking drug like I've spoken about before. They are not a drug. They are just a human being that's living their own per- their own journey and they have their own purpose in life. Do not make them a need to you. Just make them a want. They're like a hobby. And I say that in a very light sense. They're like a hobby. They're just like a the thing that you want to do on your free time. And like when you have time to yourself and when they have time to themselves and you just want to have fun and you just want to enjoy each other's company and, and go through some of the hardships in life. But there you can lean on each other, but don't don't need them. 
And that's also vice versa. You should feel wanted. You should not feel needed by somebody. You should not feel like you need to be around this person in order to make them feel okay. Because that's also another sense of independence. Like you need to have your own life. You should just feel wanted. You shouldn't feel needed like you are somebody else's drug. And yeah, so independence, I think that's a huge one. I, that was, that's why I made it number one. Cause I think independence is such a big thing that a lot of people do not, a lot of girls just were so codependent and you're talking, I'm like, I'm literally talking about myself and I've had to work on that. Like that was, I'm just, I'm so, I was just, I was, I would mirror other people's emotions and my boyfriend's emotions. And, um, yeah, but now it feels good to not need anything. There's no attachment. That's another thing. I'm going to do another podcast on attachment. And that is, that's a big one. So attachment. Attachment versus connection. Is that what it is? Attachment versus, yeah, attachment. I don't know. Attachment. The second one that is one of my personal favorites that I think really just embodies like a a whole personality of a woman is be funny. But I don't want to take this as like, if a girl does not have I said the same sense of humor as a guy that's understandable you guys don't need I mean I think you do but I won't be able to date somebody that doesn't have my sense of humor but if a person does not have the same if they don't like Seinfeld and you really like Seinfeld that's okay but when I mean funny like just smile just be yourself okay it comes and that comes with a kind of like a sense of confidence like being witty and being funny and just like being like just saying whatever's on your mind as long as you're not being an asshole and it's like it's just in a funny sense and you think it's funny the person might not even think it's funny but the fact that you believe that you're funny and you just like you enjoy hearing yourself talk in you know again not in like an asshole or like you know douchey way it's just it's a sense of confidence and intelligence like you are just you're you're sure about yourself you're you know, you, we have such a hard time, like, and, and I've noticed this in the past and I did it myself. Like I would have something really funny that I wanted to say to a guy or to like even a group of friends, but I wouldn't, not really to my friends, I'm weird to them, but to a guy that I liked that I was interested in. And I wouldn't say it even with my, my ex, like my boyfriend, I didn't even, I didn't, some things I wouldn't even say because I thought that it was going to sound stupid to him. And we hold back that our sense of humor because we think that it's going to, the other person's going to judge you. And in reality, like that's you, like be you, be funny. I'm going to say some weird ass shit. And if you don't think I'm funny, then maybe we're just not meant for each other, but I'm going to find a person that really enjoys my humor. And then I like, I, how are you going to be with somebody that you don't, you don't laugh with and you don't smile with? How boring is that? That's just boring. That is a boring relationship if you cannot laugh with each other and just fucking be like open and and honest with yourself and vulnerable and just say whatever whatever funny joke you have on your mind it could be the worst dad joke in the world I appreciate that because when a person's trying to be funny like like come on like that's good like that's you're showing like a sense that you love yourself and you just want to you know you're intelligent enough to just say it out loud and funny trumps everything let's be honest okay obviously happiness is cool and you know joy and desire is cool but like funny this is just also this is an objective thing with me or subjective but i i love funny okay anxiety sadness anger that can all be trumped 
by watching stand-up, I think. <laughs> like, it's about, like, listening to a joke that's really funny and just, like, like, laughter is medicine, okay? That cliche is real. I, funny is, stand-up is just the fucking best, man. I could be in the worst mood and then you get, you fucking make me laugh and that's, like, that's it. So guys like funny apparently. That's what they said. They like they like a girl that's just like they like a girl that's witty and that could kind of like when these guys say this stupid stuff, don't say that they're stupid. Give them something back. Feed them their own medicine. It's great. Uh, a huge one. The next topic or the next uh, bullet point is this is this is I'm gonna get a little deep here. Self awareness. Okay. Self awareness is self esteem to a point. No, it is. It's just self. It's kind of hard. I'm going to have to explain. I want to do another podcast on what self-awareness is. This is probably one of the most important ones as well. Well, obviously it is because that's why I wrote it. So I read a study that only shows that about 10 to 15% of people are self-aware, which is crazy. It is not a trait that's like fixed inside of you. It can be cultivated. Like you could, you could gain self-awareness and it's just, it's a tool for self-control so it's self-esteem and it's that you have enough worth to work on yourself you know being self-aware you know your values you know your beliefs your ideals you know what you're passionate about and I'll just I'll explain what this is what the the uh definition was it's the ability to focus on yourself and how your actions your thoughts and your emotions do or don't align with your internal standards so those standards inside of you that when you're doing something you feel like you you shouldn't be doing that or you should be doing this or there's like something off that you feel like you I just don't want to do that and like your beliefs don't match up with what you're doing you catch yourself you objectively like evaluate yourself you manage those emotions and you you align your behavior and your values with your own shit like you you align yourself and you understand like you understand what it is to be you and you it's basically you're putting yourself in check you're self-aware enough to know I know what I like I know what I dislike I know what I believe in I know what I don't believe in and whatever I'm doing right now I know that is not aligning with who I really am so I'm going to put myself in check and I'm going to do some self-evaluation I'm going to read some books I'm going to you know write some journaling I'm going to do some therapy or whatever and then I'm going to set myself up to be the person that I am And this is also, you know, that monitors like your stress and your thoughts and your emotions and your beliefs. Like you're able to step outside of yourself and kind of like look at what you're going through, like your emotions. And if you're feeling anxious or if you're going through something toxic or like bad habits or, you know, you're having like some weird emotions, you're able to look outside of yourself and be like, okay, I'm monitoring this and I understand what I'm feeling and what I'm like, why am I doing this? Let me fix this. Because this isn't, this doesn't make me feel good. This doesn't make me feel whole. And that's internal self-awareness. Then there's also something called external self-awareness. And that is when you're just aware of the way people are responding to you. It's like being socially, like not being socially awkward. Like just understanding, like we could all be awkward at times. But understanding like if a person is talking it oh this drives me nuts 
when a person is talking and I have a friend that does this and we're having a conversation, it's like three of us and we're having a conversation about something and we're really talking about something and then the other person just jumps in and says, oh my God, can you believe this? Like, look at this on this phone or whatever and like just jumps in or something. Like, dude, like we're talking about something. You were just talking about it and now your brain just went elsewhere. Like, just don't do that. Like, don't butt into shit. Be emotionally aware and just like, just be empathetic to other people. Like if a person is like sad, don't be addicted to them. If a person's happy, don't be addicted to them. Like don't, don't bring somebody else's like feelings and emotions down. Like just, just be self-aware enough to know that whatever you're doing aligns with who, what you would want a person to be like towards you. Like, isn't that a Bambi quote or something? Like, don't say anything. Don't say anything mean. Hopper said it. I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Right? I don't know what that is. Um, And you also, being self-aware is just you know the good and bad traits, quote-unquote the good and quote-unquote the bad traits that you have. And you work on them. Don't just complain about things that you're doing, things that you don't like about yourself, things that you do like about yourself. Don't, don't like complain about the bad shit and not work on it that's also something that's just unattractive it's a person that's they don't be you're not self-aware enough to know that you're self-aware enough to know that you don't like this about yourself but you don't have enough worth to work on it that's unattractive and I completely get why guys say that self-awareness shit because it's so true and that's what girls I girls love self-awareness and guys too you want a person that is, it all kind of ties in with like confidence and, and independence and all that stuff. It just ties in. Everything ties in with one another. And it's just like you just work on your shit. When you know that something's not right and it doesn't align with what you with what you believe in or your beliefs or whatever, fucking work on it. Just work on it. It's so attractive to work on it. No? And also the last thing with self-awareness is mindfulness. So that's a whole fucking, that's another rabbit hole to jump into, but just being mindful, it's like being enlightened. It's like you are, you completely can sit with yourself and understand who you are as a person and you are just aware of all of the, the, the curves and the quirks and the, the weirdness and the, the positivities and the negativities and everything. And you're just, you're mindful of all that and you're just, you're present and you can, you can work on yourself constantly. We're constantly a work in progress, dude. Like we have, we are, nobody is fucking perfect and perfect is boring. There was a quote about this, this guy that I really loved that I was listening to that said, oh, oh, what is he? Oh, it's Jordan Peterson. I think he's like, don't, don't try and be perfect because then you can't relate to anybody. And it's so true. Like, don't try and be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Perfect is boring. Perfect is blah. There's nothing interesting about perfectionism. Next one is this kind of ties in with everything too. It was a big one that guys like that I'm kind of like, I put all of these kind of into one thing, but it was like confidence slash sexual confidence, assertiveness, and just can conversate with anybody can converse with a group you could bring them into like I've actually heard this from a couple guys like a guy who has his own business or a guy that is 
that's like, you know, a, a doctor or a lawyer or like a whoever, like a guy that whatever, any any person that you're dating, anybody that that is um that's deep in his career and he cares about his career and he goes on like if you if he brings you to a work event he doesn't want a person that's latched onto him. You know what I mean? Like you got to be confident enough to walk around that room and just like talk to whoever you need to talk to. You are not, you are two separate entities. You are not, say you're dating a guy named Chad. Uh, You are not Chad's, only Chad's girlfriend. You are Melissa. If you say your name is Melissa, you are Melissa. You are not Chad's girlfriend. And Chad is not Melissa's boyfriend. He is Chad. You guys are two separate badass people that could walk into a room and talk with whoever. And then you guys can leave. You guys know you're together, but you guys are two separate people. You're confident enough to have your own personal brand, your own person. Assertiveness in a way of not being an asshole again. Okay? Be assertive. Guys like when a girl, and I read that, I'm not, this isn't just me coming up with it, this is guys saying it. Guys like a girl who, if she wants something, she fucking goes for it. All right? If you want to give him a blowjob, just give him a fucking blowjob. He's not going to stop you. If you want to go say hi to that dude in the, in the bar, you want him to be assertive enough to go and talk to you, don't you? So what makes you think that he doesn't want you to be assertive enough? It's not fucking 1990 or 1990, 1910. Like the guy doesn't need to come into court you. He fucking says, you know, like if you want something and you like it, you go for it. Because a lot of the times guys could also be very timid and you could be intimidating. And maybe he doesn't want it because he thinks that you're going to, you know, like say fuck off. You know, like I don't want to talk to you. You're going to reject him. But it's just, it shows a a sense of confidence when a girl could just walk up to somebody and just talk to him and say, and introduce herself, just be assertive. And that goes with anything, with a job. If you want to fucking, if you want to put yourself up into it, you want to get promoted or whatever, you assert yourself into that position. You tell your boss that you want this and you work for it and you, it's, it's just confidence. It's confidence when you want a job. Like if you're doing an interview and you don't seem confident enough and you're not assertive enough to where you, you're showing the person that you want this, who the fuck wants to hire anybody like that? And who, does, who wants to date anybody like that? And sexual confidence, all right? Unless, you're, unless it's like against your religion or, or your prude or there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, you could be however sexually confident you want or sexually assertive that you want. But just like own yourself. It doesn't have to be like sexually confident where you're walking around naked. But you're just you guys. I've met so many guys that are just into like girls more covering themselves. But it's how she holds herself and how she presents herself herself and how she like she walks around with her head held high and her chest out. Not just because her boobs are out. Okay. Don't walk around with your head down. Be fucking look around the room. Put your head up and like just look people in the eye. Looking people in the eye is the most like, I think that is one of like the, the deepest things that you could do. Like that's very intimate. And this is also, you're hearing a girl, you're hearing from a girl that literally, I used to have the worst eye contact because I was just, I was so awkward that, but that was also me being, I wasn't confident enough to look at a person in the eye. I made it a 2019 um, 
resolution that I look people in the eye. And now if I have a conversation with you, I swear sometimes people probably get a little intimidated because even women, like anybody, because I fucking stare at them. I look at them and I'm like, I want to know everything that you're saying. And I want to, you know, eyes are the windows to the soul. That's real, man. Like the eyes are, and that's also a physical trait, not to jump ahead, but the eyes are a physical trait that guys really, that was one of the top ones. It was the smile and the eyes. Guys really love eyes. They love to be able to, like a girl that just has open and clear eyes. It's just not like, you could just tell a person's confidence in their eye. You could tell like when they're smiling, when they're happy. You know what I mean? So that's that sexual confidence. You can, you just like, you look at a person in the eyes and you have this confidence to where you could just like, it's, it's just, just be confident in yourself and don't be, you know, have sex with the lights on. Okay. What sex is a physical, like visual thing. You know what I mean? Why have it with the lights off? I'm not saying fucking go under some bright lights or go under some like fluorescent, you know, office lights, but maybe if you want to, you know, obviously the darkness is kind of, it's like, it's romantic and it's sexual and all that. But like, if he wants to have sex with the lights on, that means that he wants to look at you. And obviously if he's deciding to have sex with you, there's got to be something that he's interested in. He obviously likes the way you look. So show it. You know what I mean? Be confident. And if you don't want to have sex with the lights off or the, with the lights on, that probably means that you're not confident enough in the way you look. So take care of your fucking self. Okay. And I'm not just saying that to be an asshole, but if you don't like the way you look with the lights on, maybe you need to do some work. Um, and also another thing that people that the guys were very interested in is, uh, being positive and passionate and just have a kindness for life. So, you know, when somebody's, when you're looking for a mate, might, when you're looking for a mate, you want to, you're looking for, are you looking for a pessimist? Like, are you looking for somebody that's like just a douchebag and like a negative dude? Are you looking for that? Like, no. So why would a guy be looking for that? I personally know girls that are very, and I've done this again, I've done this in the past where everything that I said had a negative connotation to it. I was, I wasn't passionate about anything. I was just kind of like pessimistic. I was negative. And even if he, even if he says like a joke and you, you call him stupid, like that's not positive. Like that's not positive. I understand if you're joking, but don't just don't do that. Be positive, laugh, smile for fuck's sake, be kind. There's so much negativity in the world. Be a fucking kind person. Don't let the little shit ruin your day. Don't let the fucking, the person that got your Starbucks order wrong or you wait, your traffic was so bad or, you know, you waited in line so long or the fucking grocery store was too packed and then you come home and you're negative. Wipe that fucking frown off your face. It's, it's not attractive being negative and being pessimistic and not having any passion for anything is so unattractive. And this is coming from not even the men that I've spoken to just in the past couple days for this, for this podcast, but I'm talking men in general, parents, dudes that have families, 
Like they, this is just the way it is. Like be positive, be passionate, be just kind. Like just be, be like in a feminine manner, just be a nice person. It's just, it's stop being annoyed with life. That's what it is. Just stop fucking complaining. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. It's not attractive. Nobody likes complainers. Oh, I don't like them. I can't. They're draining. You are draining a person when you are negative. What are we at right now with this? 32 minutes. All right. Well, that's a little bit longer one. Um, so the last one for the mental traits was just your ambitious, goal-oriented, and driven. So if you don't have a... If you don't have a drive for anything in life and nothing excites you and you're not working towards anything, it's not attractive. It's not something that somebody wants to make a life partner unless you're, unless you want it, you're with some dude who like wants you to be some like stay at home mom that has no, there's nothing wrong with that. But even if you're a stay at home mom, have like, just have, be goal oriented and be ambitious and like be driven to do, whether it's like you're taking care of yourself or taking care of the family, have some drive to do it. Be ambitious about your hobbies. That was one that kind of went with this is like guys like girls that have hobbies. That has nothing to do with the guy. It's just you, you have hobbies that you enjoy that you've liked before him and you will, you will like after him, God forbid, if you guys don't stay together. And it's just... You're focused on your goals and you're, you know, you know how we like to say, like, be a boss ass bitch, be a boss ass bitch, be a girl that's just like enjoys doing shit for herself and just like putting all of her, like her ambition into it and not take, obviously not taking away from the relationship, but you want to just like guys, guys are so ambitious as it is. Guys are very goal oriented, obviously, because they're programmed like that from the fucking stone age where they have to like, they have to provide girls should provide too. And I'm not just saying provide like, like you don't have to provide monetarily if you don't want to, but provide in like, you know, some drive, give your family some like, it's like, it's also like a good, it like shows like that, like you, you're going to be a good mom which is also a point that guys made like they want a girl that's going to be a good mom that they're that they're just driven to like take care of things and like I don't know you get what I mean just like just have a goal and if you have a goal be fucking driven towards it if you want to start you know being really good at tennis and you're a stay-at-home mom fucking push yourself to be good at tennis if you you have a job or if you have a you want to fucking start a podcast Go for it. Be fucking driven to do it. Be excited about it. If there's anything that you're passionate about, just make it a goal and do it. If you want to go on a fucking diet and you want to lose weight, just do it. Just keep doing it. It shows accountability. And everybody likes accountability. So those were the main ones. Um, Intelligence was also one that it's just like, obviously, if, if you're if you're with a guy that's, you know, intelligent and he is very well-versed and well-spoken and he knows a lot, you know, you should, we should want to do that anyways. You should want to be always learning. You should want to be intelligent. It's just, it's a nice thing to be. 
So now we're going into the physical aspects, which again, this was all coming from guys that were, you know, different in different ways. Um, oh, I have to say for the mental one, somebody said a word called convivality, conviviality. What was that word? Conviviality. I learned this and I like learning new words. Oh, and of course I have no reception, but it was something like, it was like being friendly and kind and like, you're just, you were just like, you're, that's what it was. So the physical aspects. So I noticed a lot of men, I made some checks, check marks, big thing. Like I said, eyes and smile. So eyes are the window to the soul. A guy wants to have eye contact. It doesn't, and this came from guys saying it doesn't matter about the eye color at all. You can have pitch black eyes, but as long as they're open and, you know, that also went with like mascara and stuff like, you know, just being like a girl, you don't have to wear it. But just even if you don't wear any makeup, just like being bright with your eyes. And that's usually goes with when you're passionate and talking about something or when you're interested, like you you're looking the person in the eye. It's just it's it shows off a different like if you're not interested, people could see it. I can, I can read people with their eyes kind of where I could tell if they're like not interested or if they're happy or if they're sad because they're windows. Like you could tell what's going on inside somebody just by looking at their eyes if you're deep enough to get into that. Smile, obviously like teeth and stuff and obviously, obviously brush your fucking teeth because it's gross, but you know, take care of yourself and it doesn't matter if you have a little snaggle tooth or something. It's just take care of yourself, you know, like brush your teeth. You don't have to. And I feel bad even saying like whiten your teeth, but just, you know, if you have coffee stains on it, like just take care of yourself. I don't even have to say this because the girls these days and me included, like we're so self-conscious about the way that we look that like everything is pretty much perfect as it is. So another thing was healthy skin, moisturize. I used to fucking fry myself in the sun in Florida when I was younger. And now I can't, I can't, all I do is fucking moisturize now because I'm living in a place that sucks the moisture out of my being. Um, but just take care, like healthy skin, take care of it, do facials, do whatever you need to do. Just like, and girls, we already know this. We know this better than guys, to be honest. A big one also like hair and stuff, but a lot of guys were big into having a reasonable amount of makeup. Okay. You know what I'm talking about when you're caking on makeup, and then you take it off at the end of the night. It's just like with extensions. It's okay to have extensions. But don't be like, if you have extensions, state it. <laughs> like don't, obviously, like if you're first meeting the guy, you don't be like, listen, these are real. I mean, these are fake. But, you know, like there was a meme, like it's really funny. It was like, I wanted to play with Bay's hair, but it was sitting on the, on the, the oh, I messed that up. Sitting on the armoire whatever. It was sitting near the side of the bed. Like her hair was sitting. It's just like, it's not you. And guys usually want to have a girl that's confident enough to just wear whatever she has. And like guys like long hair too. Um, but you know, extensions are a different story, but makeup, like there's no, I can't even say, cause I, I'm just not a big person on like a lot, a lot of makeup. I don't wear a lot of eyeshadow and stuff, but and girls love makeup, you know, Sephora and fucking Ulta are killing it. It's just, don't think that 
you know, usually just do the makeup for you. You don't have to, you don't have to cake on makeup and then, you know, like you're taking it off at the end of the night and then you're, you look like a completely different person. Just try and look like yourself. Okay. Look like yourself with makeup. Don't try and look like a completely different person unless you really like makeup, you know, this is just, uh, this is coming from guys. And then obviously taking care of yourself, a toned body. It's just, it's, you know, guys like a toned body. It just, it shows that it's like, it's not even from a physical aspect where or like, uh, like a visual aspect. It's just, it shows when you take care of yourself physically and mentally, it's just healthy. It's like a person that a guy would want to procreate with. Cause in the end, isn't that what we're all here for to procreate, to fucking have and fuck and have kids, you know, like we're here to, but you obviously it's like, it's like, it's, it's bred inside of us that we want to breed with somebody that's going to create some pretty solid offspring. <laughs> so you want to, you know, and that, you know, you just want to be just, you don't, and a lot of guys said like, they don't want somebody that's like ripped. They just want somebody that takes care of themselves. And then obviously breasts and booty. I will say I, from the guys that I spoke to, boobs came out more. Coming from Florida, I know that like a lot of guys were really into butts over there. Okay. Like butts were a big thing. Are butts going away? Are like, are butts not a big thing anymore? Because a lot of guys said boobs. And this is a big, this is a new one for me because I swear just like two years ago, I would have conversations about this with like guy friends and they were all about boobs. I mean, all about butts. Everything was about butts. Nobody cared about boobs. And now I got, and maybe they mean like, you know, like it's just, it doesn't have to be like some fucking double D's or even C's or even B's just like, you know, boobs. You know, it's just a lot of them, literally, whenever they said boobs, it was funny. They wrote to me, they were like, listen, I'm a guy, I just like boobs. Or listen, I'm a guy, I just like a nice butt and a nice pair of legs. Like just, just, they want a a girl that just looks like she takes care of herself because that just wraps in with everything else. It wraps in, if you take care of yourself physically, you have a, a, a sense of confidence, which is not true completely because a lot of us take care of ourselves, like our body, like I used to take care of myself a lot and I was completely unconfident, but it, it does show a sense of confidence. And then that wraps in with, you know, if you're, if you're, you're funny or you're, if you're just yourself and you're authentic and you know, you're confident in the way you talk and stuff, it just, it all wraps up into a person that, you know, like if it was the tables were turned, we would want this with guys, you know? Guys have a hard time growing butts, though, and calves. Sometimes I feel horrible for guys that date me that I I have bigger calves than them. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just the way I was born with dad calves. I'll have the dad calves of the relationship. You could be the dad, but I'll just hold the calves, which I don't. I'm not like crazy about. I wish that they kind of shrunk, but everybody has their things that they don't like about themselves, but own it. And that's it. So that's basically that was like a very brief summary into what the main things that these guys and I'm telling you these are guys that like I believe would be solid mates would be a solid person to have a relationship with like guys that you know that me and my friends have spoken about that we think are pretty good looking and pretty solid and have their life together and you know 
So that's that. And I believe I'm going to do this again, but I want to do it, flip the switch. I want to ask girls what they want because I think it's going to be very interesting. And I have a feeling girls are not going to be as deep as the guys for sure. Girls are not going to be as deep as the guys. They are going, it's going to be a lot more physical and a lot more like just like humor and stuff like they have to make me laugh. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like hating on my girls, but so yeah, that is, uh, you know, independent, be funny. And if you're not, just fucking smile, be positive, be woke, self-awareness, look it up. Emotional stability was another one, like just being positive and just emotional stability is a big one with us girls because a lot of us are fucking nuts. Um, you know, and just a, a guy wants a girl that's going to make him better. And you should want vice versa. You want a guy that's going to make you better and that's going to rise you up and you want to rise this dude up. And that's just, that's a, that's a solid foundation for a relationship. So that is it. I hope you guys enjoyed this and yeah, I will catch you on the flip side. Um, 45 minutes. Wow. All right. I hope you guys have a great Thursday, Thirsty Thursdays. Uh, whatever other day it is and stay positive people.